cliffcentral.com. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. It's nine o'clock, and you know what that means. It's time for the Gas Comedy Podcast because someone didn't play this thing that they said they were going to play. This is thing, but we are here. I, I, I believe this is thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I can't if I just plug myself. Let's do in. the thing. Let's Hi, go. Eric. I am well, thanks. How's How your week you? been? It's been tiring. It's been the oh, Mondayest week what of happened? my life. The Mondayest week. You, the whole week felt like. But Monday. we need what we need to do in this thing is to uplift people, so we can't be. Oh, it was hard. We got it now, especially after our announcement of the April Fool's joke of the year, because no one's <laughs> recognised that it's not, it was announced. Yeah, it's an obvious on joke. April Fool's. Yeah. On who makes a cabinet reshuffle at twelve o'clock? Come on. You know when you come home drunk and you drunk dial someone. Yeah. When he comes home drunk, he's like, "Let's shift to cabinet. <laughs> this makes. Me, I don't like this guy. Uh, I this think guy, he was I with like, the wrong person. You know when you like, play, let's come shift home drunk. the cabinet, and then he was like, "Okay, cool. Who are we moving? Like, no, the actual cabinet. <laughs> That's maybe what he meant. He just let's said move to Pickford, please cabinet. move the cabinet. Can I just say that? And I, no one's introduced me yet, and I wasn't expecting an introduction. To be <laughs> honest, it's that why? kind Would of you? no, exactly. But this might be the most disorganized hour of comedy. That's so you've or, recognized that? I've seen that Within almost instantaneously. Seconds. The way you know you, what is nice? We've started ten minutes late, so wow. we don't even have a full hour. That Ladies and gentlemen, Alan Committee is joining us. Well, Maybe it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, and good night. <laughs> so you, but let's introduce you. Properly. All right, go on. Eric Johnson's got a. He's sitting with um. He's got his glasses oh. on under his chin. Yeah. Megaphone. He's got a, a megaphone. megaphone. This is it. Now we've got everything. This is the proper intro. You are probably one of the busiest. Actors, busiest comedians that I know of, because you really are a hustler. You proper work in yeah, the real yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, I think a hustler. Like a good I can't say I did a charity event last night for the um, Rand Park um, Residents <laughs> Association. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah, but but, uh, but I'm working. No, but you're working, and yeah. you do, you do yourself a disservice because you, you are very busy as well. You've got you got busy proper though. Yours actually sells tickets on computer. <laughs> That's when you know. Do you? That's the difference. I th- I'm not sure, but, but I mean, you took over. Let's talk about you it. do a man, a one man show, possibly one twice a year. You do, yeah. A I, tr- I try and do at least one a year, and then occasionally sometimes they overlap, and it's every. But that means you're a prolific writer, like you're writing. Yeah, stuff. Uh, and and if I'm honest, I mean that's good. Uh, do you write every day? Do you? I try. I'm, I try won't write. Do. I'll go through my stuff in my head when I'm driving. Right. That's accurate. <laughs> that's, yeah. Same, yeah, that's same thing. Same thing. Thinking and driving for you, Dave. That's not. <laughs> yeah. That's dangerous. That's drive. Stop. Think. Drive. Get out the car. Yeah. Which is why it takes so long up. to get in. Oh man, handbrake up, very important. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm a pre- when I know shows are coming up, then you get into that writing mood and okay. you kind of create. And you kind of theme your shows. Yeah, that's what have your last name? The last ten. Uh, the I last think I did ten a poster shows. For one of wow, you've <laughs> done a couple of posters in the past, sir. Yeah, I used to be a graphic He's a designer. Very fine graphic designer. Uh, that's amazing. Let's see. I, the last ten, I'll go Titanic on Ice, Stress to Kill, Fully Committed, uh, No Seriously, Sound of Laughter, uh, Laughing Matters, uh, Love Fact. Actually, there we go. There's nine. Take those. But now, last one you did was Love Factually. Love Factually, which was a follow-up to Defending the Caveman. So that was a show oh. I got to do. You for took a, over Defending the Caveman I from did. Tim Pluman. From Mr. Tim Pluman, and but then uh, he took it back. Now he's back at. He's Parker's. back at it apparently. Yeah, so that's fantastic. Uh, I oh oh, that's very nice. <laughs> that's, Thank you. That's, what a wonderful. Would you like oh. anything? <laughs> what I'm trying to do is we've got this tester pad. Yes. So you must talk and be interviewed by some, this guy here, right? Because this is very much. Watch. This is this is one of the things that happened. Go on. Uh, on our, on our actual show Let's see Do you guys just talk Over each other the whole time You see like I stopped there To let you speak The Gas Comedy Podcast 
You see, we do have stings. So you, that's, those are brilliant. And you put the sting in the middle of, of your answer, of the answer that I was yeah. trying to do. As you said, professional. No, I don't really and care anymore. Um, so, so you, you wrote Love Actually after doing The Caveman, you got the idea to go, hang on a minute, there's something. There's something like here Love because the show. Reloaded. Yeah, essentially. Mm. Exactly. Which Caveman they, Reloaded. Caveman Reloaded, Love Actually is a kind of sequel version, if you will. It's a kind of modern take on relationships, 2017 style. You had a bit uh, of audience participation, which you dig. I dig that. Uh, not not in the traditional style of getting people up and doing silly things, but uh, uh, interacting with an audience and, and making them. I think one of the successes of Caveman was that it felt like a conversation rather than a theater piece. Eventually. I mean, you had to. That's a yeah. scripted show. Yeah. Could and so you we, improvise a lot in it? Uh, I had sections where I allowed myself to, so where yeah. I could riff. Because when Tim initially did it, he did it very much as a kind of straight play. And that's his strength. He's a comic actor. But the original script, Rob Becker is a comedian, an American yeah. comic from years ago. So he wrote it as a piece of stand-up. Then, of course, when it was licensed around the world, actors would take then, it on. Then so he didn't have to do stand-up anymore. Then he didn't, That's he, basic. Oh, that man retired a wealthy man, i got to tell you now. So he See, then sold that, the rights name? off to uh, Rob Becker as the original. Rob Becker. Rob Becker. Who's the um, Mars-Venus writer? Very good question. Uh, the person who wrote the that uh, is Malcolm Fulmer. Oh. And that he's, was very similar to that. When well, and they came, it, out like, they came out almost the same time. Mars, from Venus. Yeah, 19, early 1990s. That was so a big like thing. A lot of similarities. But then I suppose if he's doing it as stand-up, he, co- he can copyright that performance well, piece. Whereas you know, no one's going to read the book out loud in the bath and then claim that you it's know, a play. Exactly. <laughs> well, there's an idea, actually. I oh, might fuck, have an idea for <laughs> Eric Kimmel's new play, it Things I Did in the Bath. But listen, men are from Mars, women are from Mars. They're finding new planets now. So that's the whole point of this. It's like there's different playing circles. Planet reshuffle. Planet reshuffle. <laughs> now we're talking. You know what the problem is with the podcast? We date it by speaking about a cabinet reshuffle. And right. from next week... The, the guys are just going to be politicians. I won't be drawn into your into your no, exactly. data specifically. I, you're but the only one who brought this up. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes. All this I know work. is whenever you're listening to this, I'm well, Dave's reasonably well, and, and all is okay. Eric's always brilliant. Oh. oh we just I'm sorry about powers. that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, pr- prolifically speaking about that. Okay. You took over from Tim Pleeman. How do you Tim get Pleman. that job? How do you get that? Um, I do it a little. I do it. Which is the past perfect tense of Did that come to you? Uh, it did actually. I did a lot of stand-up shows or one-man shows for Peter Turin, and because he he had the rights to Caveman, uh, and then shared them with Peter Turin's got the rights to everything. To, uh, he's got the rights to an actual Caveman. He's got the rights to this show. Oh. You do know that, don't you? This show, even this show oh, that we're God. doing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, did you guys not? That's why I'm here. Eric this is an intervention. Eric, Eric went. To, we we did the show last week from from Sexpo, which uh, well, our I show wasn't ended invited at, to that. Of course you can be invited to that. Sex only opened at 12. And how was it? And how so we was it? we were alone. We were basically exactly oh, how sex is for hey, comedians. Exactly. <laughs> so, we lost. So, okay. Go on. The, uh, he left Sex at half past four in the afternoon. No, he's talking shit. It was like two o'clock. <laughs> it was like half past four. But we got there at nine. Yeah. So <laughs> well, that means that he, couldn't he couldn't get out. He couldn't get out. It's just a rabbit Again. warren of shit. Came really? Out. But now, now he's just talking to his chick that he met on Sex on the phone, which he does during the Doing my show. Are, if the interviews I mean, are boring, he talks on the phone. You see how I've phone. taken that no, on. It's not, I appropriated it's the show <laughs> quite strongly. Well, this has been fun. I'm talking Alan, to Dave Peter Levinson. Yeah. The Alan Comedy Show. This is because... Ah, ah, more stings. Ah, uh, <laughs> 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 That's Eric. Nice.
Eric's entire laughter on the show we just put into one 12 second clip. So, do you, this is a wonderful thing that you've got. No, here. but I, can, I, only, I downloaded the free version, so I've only got 10 sound effects. Oh, we've so used six that, of them already. Yeah, so we've got ice, <laughs> we've got. Yeah, we've done that. It's um, only quarter past. We started 10 past. We've done five minutes of the show, and I already feel like we've shot our load. Sorry to bring Sexpo back in. No, but no, it's fine. Like, do, do what you must. Do what you must. Let's drop the mic. <laughs> I love it. Okay. And That's then the amazing. sound technician comes in and fucks you up. Okay. Yeah. But so, no, hang on. So, okay. so Peter Jimmy owns the rights. He owns the rights to what? He phones you from knowing you doing your one man yes, shows. He and says stuff to there. me, listen, I've got a, I've got a hit show here. I'm looking for a younger person to do Caveman. Would you be interested? So he didn't ask you if you know someone, because that's no. what Eddie Kazar does to me. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, have you got? Can we do a shout out to Eddie Kazar this fine morning? Who's well, both? He's had both his knees done, and that's hectic. Apparently, he's in a lot of pain. Okay, well, now, I you don't should know stop if he's smiling listening. because that's not right. I don't know if he's listening. He's listening. I'd, no, love, he's, him to, he's not I'd love him to be having a podcast in hospital. That's where our biggest market is. Is the hospital hospital podcast listener? And. Uh, but, uh, if you're people. out there And it cheers them up it That's does. what we're there for Yeah That's, that's what exactly we're there for. No, we, yeah. Set aims Have a mission statement <laughs> And follow through That's what this is about So he's looking, looking for a younger Person with zing And can draw a different crowd Yeah And that's essentially What we did over a number of years Is When was that? What year did uh, it start? Eight, uh, 2007 That's when you f- first did yeah. Caveman And I did it for Defending eight years the Caveman And it was It was quite f- Because the first two years He he really worked at I did Ten years ago Yeah uh, Yeah Jeez. Yeah, ten years ago. Can you believe it? But you still look so good. Ah, uh, you, Alan you're very Mitty. kind. How do you spell your surname? People. C O M M I T T I E. The yeah. I E is the one that gets them, gets of course, them. because they think it's committee is in committee, which it kind of is, but isn't. We'll talk about something else. But before oh, right. you do that, someone okay. said to me, Alan Committee was my teacher at Westerford. Now this is the other thing that's uh, is a, it's a, if you will, a, a through line in my life because I, I was a qualified high school teacher. So you weren't doing a teaching prac. You were a proper high school. Mr. Yeah, Mr. I, when, I left, when I left when I left UCT, I studied as an actor and then as a teacher. H D E P G S. Sick, I think they call I it. I had that. Text Amber. Oh, I hate that. You applied in the wrong area, it can go horribly, yeah, horribly wrong. Then it's just Come so on. I put Zamba oh. in my piles. It makes my fart smell minty. That's very nice. <laughs> Eucalyptus, you mean. <laughs> I mean. I don't know the exact Get ingredients. Get the smell right there. <laughs> what what's in Zamba, Eric? Eucalyptus. Wait. Zambak is near Yatsis You have got yeah. something for everything Eric, what are the ingredients in Zambak? <laughs> Why did you have to play that first? That is very demeaning We should look up the ingredients in Zambak Because that, that. that's something interesting for an audience We can't do that at a separate show but So you're a qualified, you're a qualified <laughs> teacher yeah. Qualified Qualified From the Latin Qualifeo Qualifere Qualifere Quarraforum. Quarraforum. Quadraforum. Is actually a name of a wheelchair. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. oh, I was going to go with that. It sounds more like a, a like a, a lab. Quadraforum sounds like a farming. It's a Roman kind disco. of. Fert, like fert, a Roman fert. disco. <laughs> yeah. With lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come down to the Quadraforum tonight. We'll yeah. be having DJ Allen Committee with IE. Cicero. Cicero on, on Disco Rose. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Our committee's on the screw. <laughs> Okay, um, so a teacher says so you actually taught young people. I taught young people. Is it a co-ed school? Uh, both at a co-ed school. I taught at Westford for a while, which was my school that I went you to. You went to the school as well? Yeah, Isn't I it, went was to it school. Weird? It was a, I can uh, never no, get out of here. Do you know I what was weird? Was that I suddenly realized, in fact, we created a TV show based on this, is I suddenly realized that teachers are nothing more than older 
students. And I know that sounds well, obvious, no, you, you but never it is. That, that no, you know, so, so when you go into the staff room, it's the, it's the jocks, the bitches, the nerds, same. the same people sitting in their corners. What yeah. was the show called? Uh, it was called Those Who Can't. Who Tom, Tom Eaton was and Tom, I. Was it reverse Durant? Uh, right. No, it was um, uh, Quizzical, who used to be Quizzical, used to be. But that's a, quite a cost. I remember that. Yeah, Robin Scott, Kate Normington, yes. Sylvain Strike. Um, who owns that? Because they're going to bring it out on Quizzical, that, that Quizzical Quizzical channel that. on Amazon. Yeah, no, it still it runs at some point somewhere in the world. It's running even as we Star speak. Sat. In fact, uh, uh, Robin <laughs> Scott got nominated one last year, and Sylvain just won uh, Best Actress at the latest SAFTA. So it's still going. It's season three now. Uh, I no longer. Tom Eaton and I created that show, and we wrote season one and a bit of season Tom two. Tom Eaton, the cricket team that we played for. Do you remember? Hey, <laughs> a fine cricketer. Are you, do you keep up with your cricket? I spooled my hamstring and decided to keep up with my Body, yeah, that's no. The cricket was fun, but it's just a long, it's a long day, and I got drunk. We was it the well hangovers? Uh, no, I was, <laughs> you have got a sound cue for everything, man. <laughs> Not for we, that. We did. We were called the well hangovers. Yeah, it was run by Uri Moshsovitz. I miss him. I don't miss him. I don't he miss had him the longest much. run up in the world. Longest run up, and he used to select himself first, obviously, which is because he was placed team. himself in every position. Every position. If you couldn't field where he was. He'd go stand there and show <laughs> you how it's done. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do remember but that. How's this for a cricket team? That sounds Alan like my yeah. cricket Nick Rabinovitz. Yeah. Nick Rabinovitz. Tom Eaton. Yeah. Dave Levinson in the slips. No one stood a chance. We were sledging pros. Oh, never caught a thing. People cried. But people, we used to laugh them out. Yeah. If you, if you, you guys know, laughing, you can't face the ball. Apart from wicketkeeper, slips have to have the second quickest reaction time to everything. Without a doubt. And in fact, it's hard. Yes. And add you. Yes. Yeah. And he you. took a, a yes. couple of fine catches. <laughs> he did? Yeah, not in the game, sadly. Back, back uh, in, in the change rooms. Yeah. Ah, he couldn't. Have. What a team. Um, what a team. <laughs> it feels like we're it. drinking a lot on this show. Yeah. Yo, the problem oh, is this ice? I played the ice and then I opened the bottle. Yeah, so <laughs> that was the what we used to have on here is called Breakfast Beer Club. We can't do it in the studio anymore because we can't have alcohol in the studio. For, is that a, and also we shouldn't have alcohol in the show. No, we really. really shouldn't. But yeah. is that a... Is that a Broadcasting rule No it's a Cliff Central um, The desk rule you Don't yeah. have liquids. Don't have liquids no. Well <laughs> Well this <laughs> coffee's got a lid on Yes yeah. So now Alan you, You're actual I'm teacher Right Actual teacher <laughs> Teaching actual children teacher. What languages What things I taught English, English Afrikaans And a bit of drama How's Afrikaans It's alright I grew up in And you can talk Important Afrikaans Like That was heel bekoorlik I got interviewed by Am I allowed to mention Another radio station Like Aris This isn't a radio station Please mention Shout out to Jody Abrams <laughs> and I miss Jody Abram. Where is, is he really on Arisca? Yeah, you were on a, no, he's not. You were on a, there must be a guy called Jody on Arisca. I'm sure there is. He does the sport. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what his name is. Uh, Jody. So hang on, so Arisca, you were on Aris, the show. No, Arisca came to interview us because I've just directed a show which they we came talk about to in you. Little, they came to us and they well, said, listen, thanks for coming to us. Hey man, I'm happy to be here. I don't have here. a high five uh, voice thing. I will just put this to us. There we go. <laughs> and Arisca, and they talked to you in Afrikaans and you always, I always start with confidence. Bye, thank you for I frog. That is eindelijk. And then there's a pause, and then I. <laughs> so basically, the show is, and then I just go back yeah, into English your, because your Martin, mind goes, "Yep, no, that's all Afrikaans we have." Uh, that's it. That's all English. <laughs> please, isn't that true of all English speakers in South Africa? No, we'll, we'll give you a couple of uh, words in vernacular, Afrikaans, like, no, no, and then that's it. It's like I say to everybody: I, if I start the conversation in Afrikaans, yeah, I'm fine. I can I can have this conversation <laughs> yeah. with you, but don't ask me to do things in Afrikaans and then respond in Afrikaans. Exactly. Then I'm be like, yeah, yeah, it I'm goes nowhere. Some Zulu, yeah. just. And 
yeah, been quietly. <laughs> so as you came to the play, which you're doing now, we'll talk about that just in now. a moment. Yeah, yeah. We we'll get to firstly start. The first time I saw you was at the coffee lounge where you tried out. Now hang on, but now tell tops. the people what I did, and you organised that, so you didn't the just see Brian Weinronk. Okay, wait before before, before you guys get it. All right, let's, hang on. Let's let's do the formality no. things. Wait quickly. Just okay, formalities. No, come on. One man, just the WhatsApp line. That's all. Get it now. What's this? Okay. We, we um we what? have text us on the WhatsApp line zero seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero. Did you get that? Yeah, I got it. But we have a WhatsApp from a guy that <laughs> oh. that guy that that oh, does shit. Things. Okay, good. Yeah. No, he was saying, uh, just been listening to the podcasts and um, I've heard you guys talking about dying a lot. So I've never actually seen it until this past Friday at the Goliath Comedy Club. Some Asian chick went on and uh, yeah, she made it awkward for the crowd. So my question to the comedians are, why don't you guys just leave? Is there a reason for you staying? No, some I've left. If I'm not working on it, I go, hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Some comedians feel that they have to stay because they've been paid for that time. Yeah. So they'll be like a, I have to stay. Yeah. But you, there is no, you should be able I to I think leave. if you're part of hey, a... Hey, listen, this isn't working. Thanks, man. Yeah, Cheers. exactly. And, 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 and particularly if the crowd really are very hostile towards you and have no interest in, what's the point? You, it's a, comedy's a two-way contract. So how do you, and, how, and what do you say to your producer of the show? Listen, it wasn't, um, John Christmas left the show. I mean, I went there three years later. The guy said to me, oh, John Christmas is here. And halfway through the show, he just came to see it's not working and he left. So I said, but that's honest of him. Yeah. I said, he said, well, I'm not paying him his full it fee. It depends what he said. So then corporate- don't pay his full fee. Then. Yeah, but at least he did at least what you was said good this, for the guys, you aren't digging my stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. I'm not going to look like an idiot here. I agree. So I'm going to leave. So he made the decision. So this guy's answer to that is it's a very big Decision to make as a comedian Absolutely okay. Yeah, okay. And it depends on the context Because for example If I'm doing a one man show In a theatre context And people have paid 120, 150 bucks To come and watch you You kind of can't just stop So you're you assume unless every one of the 150, 200, 300 people are chanting your name to stop, in which case then give them what they want. You yeah, should yeah. always give an audience. In a play, have you, have the you guys play, the guys have come to see you do the play, and they want to see that from the from yeah. beginning to end. So you can't half through the play no, just look just at Robert push push and go, yeah. I'm not feeling it tonight, no, exactly. and just walk off. Got to, the contract is to continue. Oh. His name's Jody Hendricks. Jody Hendricks, look at that. Aris here. Have you guys Moi. seen uh, Dave Chappelle specials on Netflix? Apparently they're very good. Ah, so blazing. And... Funny enough, he mentions it because in the one show, he says one of his shows he did, he got booed off stage. Like yeah. some lady got up, went to the stage and went, Dave Chappelle, get the fuck off the stage. You yeah. suck. And uh, yeah, they started chanting, give me I'm my I'm money back. And then he had this I've thing. Had he had Mark this Banks thing. Mark did that. I remember I went to uh, uh, the old um, Rotanga Junction. Was at the Officers Club or the Officers Mess? Remember that venue? Yes, yes, yes. Years ago. And he uh, he went up on stage and it was a, one of those awful nights which where the people in the bar didn't know it was a comedy night. Oh. Only the comedians know. Which is unfortunate because was the same Hendrix gig? And, and, and so he came along to, <laughs> and he walked onto stage and, and people were kind of chatting. They said, ladies and gentlemen, Smuggies. comedy for the next half hour from Mark Banks. And someone just turned around and and said, fuck off. And Mark, without even flinching, went, I, I only give my audience what they want. Good night. And turned around and walked off before he'd even greeted them and left. Yeah. And, and so I tell you, not one of the that, audience. So there you are. It takes a strong comedian to do that. Yeah. Not the young comedians can't do that because they've got their five minutes they want to do. And somehow they go into like a, a zone where you go, guys, it's not working. But get off. But that's also a good point because also dying is part of getting better yes. as a comedian. Yeah, so when you're younger... There isn't, I think that two of the worst things to watch are young comedians and young magicians because we have to be bad before we get good. Yeah. And, and you have to watch that. And 
Hopefully you're watching it in a context that's safe. So you're watching it in a comic comic going. Try not watch magicians. <laughs> yeah, if you can. But if you are watching, you're going. Okay, well these are young comedians playing yeah. their trade. They're going to get better. But then isn't that the host's job? Well, now there's nicely that becomes. The coffee now. You were going to say something else. Something else about the. No, I was going to say Dave Chappelle had the line where people were booing him off stage, and then it was in the headlines, and then they were like Dave Chappelle booed off stage. Then it's like I was booed. But I did not leave. Ah, <laughs> you see. It's like people of Detroit. It was off stage. Hear me when food. I say, you will not get your motherfucking money. <laughs> exactly. Because I said, stay on stage. The, um, the host job, and I've done that at the coffee lounge. That's where I learned to become a kind of a better host than I thought I was. Right. To go to someone that's having a bad time on stage and walk on stage, take them up to me and say, hey, buddy, try next time. And have the audience go, thank you, host. Yeah. And won them over instead of losing them completely. Just go, hey, listen, that's cool. So, Not only have you gone over your time, you haven't had a laugh for the last, for the seven minutes you've been in, you haven't had a laugh. <laughs> yeah. An awkward shift of, yeah. of chairs. In and fact, you've taken laughs from some of the other that's, sets. That is the and host. I was well. hosting at the Alive that night yeah. made a mistake. Yeah. I, don't, I know that she was probably from overseas or. Yeah. Go on stage and say, hey, listen, it's hard in this country to do comedy because yep. you're new. Watch a few more shows. Go to the box. Go to one of the open mic venues. Get your get your chops. When I went to go to London, Jeepers, we'll talk about that. Yeah. And Edinburgh Festival. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes, we could <laughs> There's talk a about shift. That. It's almost like you're speaking and the, the, what they're hearing is in another box over here. Correct. And all you need to do is catch those two things up. Yeah. And sometimes they're that close, but that distance, I'm, I'm making you. a little gesture, by the way, no, for exactly those who can't small, see that. Yeah, a little lad. <laughs> I mean, I think this is interesting because I love hosting, uh, I, I host a lot of the Cape Town funny a, festivals. You a fabulous host. And it's one of the I mean, things because I think that control over the evening and the, the, the way you run, if you will, not to sound too wanky, the kind of narrative of the evening. So the, the show should have a story. And the story is, here's a young comic who's trying his play. Here's the or big headline that we all love. That's becoming, that's becoming that, a good uh, exactly. person, not a bad heckler. But your responsibility at the end of the night is have you carried everyone in that in that space of Would two you or three on the, hours. on the comics on that thing? Okay, those are those are tried comics. Sure, what no, but that? even You're they've tried. Cape Town. What is it? The, well, the, 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 the Jive Festival, Festival have also tried. You know, they always have a kind of a newbie spot, uh, spot yes. or a newcomer. Did you spot. explain that to the audience? Absolutely, no. and you set that up for them, no. and that's your task. And so I think. The thing is, I don't think this chick would have been said. She's an international comic and just never got this. But listen, herself. we've done that. We've gone overseas. I mean, Edinburgh, as you say. When it, did you do Edinburgh? Was it not the same year? Or no, we saw each other there that year because you came to visit, didn't you? I don't know what I was doing there. I um. I went the year there were there twenty five there were twenty five South African Noah productions. I had Trevor Noah next door in the venue next door. And did he struggle? Mm. A little. Oh, shame. Um, it's tough <laughs> overseas because and sometimes it's everyone's speaking English, but as you say, it's even the, the cultural words, references. Like sometimes it's yeah. Like you go say that in, in England, they go sometimes it's what yeah. We we know just now. Sometimes it's <laughs> exactly yeah. It's it's well, they just didn't get. What is interesting doing like New struggled. York. It's like London is kind of multicultural and they kind of expect to, for you to sound different. When you go to LA, you, you have to like sound them. like them. You have to, and you must speak about their stuff. I remember my first ever biggish gig in, uh, in LA was at the Laugh Factory and it was on a Saturday night. And for some unknown reason, they gave me a kind of headline spot at, at the kind of eight o'clock show. So, so that's a 20 minute spot in a 400 seater on one of the kind of premier comedy clubs. Oh and Oscar Pistorius had just been arrested the very first time. This was what, three, four years ago. Yeah. And it was everywhere. It was running on a loop on CNN. And I went up there and I thought, well, and I made a You're decision. You're from South Africa. I, exactly. I thought a decision, let me orientate myself in relation to that. That's something they'll know. So I said, and I can't remember what I said, but something in relation to how I'm the blah, blah, blah. And they had no idea about Oscar Pistorius. All they wanted to know about was traffic on Highland yes. Avenue. What's it like? What's it like to be in uh, LA? In LA. What's LA like? Coffee. Yeah, coffee oh. and traffic and stars. And, and that's I mean, all they want you to talk come about. here and they'll do the same f- like five things. They'll talk about, oh, you call your traffic lights robots. Yeah. Uh, just now. 
yeah. Nana. Yeah. All the, they all have those things and they do so, them. And a lot of the audience are going, we've seen that. a lot of yeah. comics come up with something. So it, it's difficult. It is so difficult. Go, and, go to LA and go, okay, let's, let's sit in this coffee shop and look and look and look and look. And that's part of our task, isn't it? Is to go whenever you're there, if you spend a couple of days and find out, find were the other a, angle. Were you a funny teacher? Uh, yeah. You can't be. No, no, Dad jokes. Listen, you, you, you learned a couple of things. You learned kind of crowd control. I think anything, any class is, is like a, a typical yeah. crowd. You need one laugher or one guy who always asks a question or one doer who, who's going to create a bad vibe. And then that whole audience takes very rich on now the, that one doer. Yeah, he's yeah. doing very well. He's always I'm sorry about the IT always, company. He's always a doer. <laughs> yes, but, a, but he's got more money now. Yeah. Crowd control. Money. So when did you, when did you go teaching is fun? Thank you very much. There's I no always, money in it. I only taught part time. That was always kind of a stepping stone when for me. Someone wasn't there. You, you no, no, no. But I would only teach kind of part, like I did a number of hours a week. Okay. So I didn't get involved with like curriculum planning and marking and all that kind of stuff. And sports after curriculum. Well, that's actually because I'm a cricket man. I used to, I suddenly found myself at Westford one Saturday afternoon umpiring the first team game and it was fantastic, but it was four o'clock in the afternoon. I thought this isn't part of my, how did I get into yeah. this is no longer. And that was the moment I kind of thought it's time to move on a bit. I taught at Herschel. Uh, it's a private girls school in, in Cape Town. That's where I wasn't allowed. I'm 50 meters. Your, yeah. I mean, those posters are still there. Good picture though. It really works. Look younger. Uh, you look a lot younger. That's the idea. Uh, the posters are really helping much. <laughs> like, Ooh, that's so you nice. were grabbing the pussy before it was cool. Hey, wow. Joe, we oh. went straight there. Sure. Let me see if I've got a sound effect. Okay, for let's that. see. Probably just the glass thing again, I would imagine. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, wow. It's gone off. You ah, had to. Okay. You there we go. Isn't, if I download the sound of a pussy being squeezed, yeah. it would sound like this. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> okay. Alan, sir, you, the, uh, the, we've gone, okay, there's so much stuff because so you to Edinburgh. You went to LA. Who organized the LA gigs? Uh, uh, I was dating someone in LA at the time. Jeepers. Yeah, How so. Did you do that? Yeah, that was a internet, hard way around to getting the gigs. Eh? <laughs> so, and uh, what, and he's a nice guy. Is he? He's all right. Uh, look what you did there. That was very good. They don't lay lie on the internet. They lie. <laughs> they, uh, no, it was, so I just, I happened to be there and I, I kind of thought, well, I'll give it a go. I found it. I found London and New York much easier because of that kind of okay. sense of they they New open York to is listening. Fantastic. In the yeah. audience, there would be people from Hawaii, so next yeah. to a Japanese couple, Correct. and then you can have. And a, and, and, and London's the same, and London at least knows South Africa. And like, also, you know what I found in LA? I didn't go on stage, watched. Everyone in the audience has got a script in their in their yeah. uh, on they their all peddling, laptop, yeah. and they're all sitting there, and they're all either failed comedians trying to get into sitcom, right, or comedians on the up, so they don't laugh, yeah. They're, all they're doing is like, if you do a good line, everyone's working. If you everyone's do a good line, hustling. they go, damn, I wish I'd said that. Yeah. And they're trying to see, can I work that into my thing without getting noticed that it's stolen? Right. And then, or if you suck, they're like, geez, this is the best guy in South Africa. Right. Alan Committee, he's the, yeah. he's their best guy. Yeah. My mojo got stomped in, in Edinburgh. In Edinburgh. Probably. I came back here and went back, to, almost back into design. Really? From, Listen, oh, it's a it's huge a cool conference. Month. It's not Grahamstown Festival. No. And well, I mean, there are 3,400 shows a day no. at Edinburgh Festival. Of those, I think 700 of them are stand-up comedians. And they and all in the book, yeah. on the second day, 800 shows canceled. Right. They just said, we can't do this. That's, That's it. two days of, of standing on stage by yourself to one person. So if you start doing the maths and whatever, I mean, it's literally an average for, for most of the shows, an average of six or seven people at, uh, in an audience per show. And it can go wrong so quickly. One guy stood up in our show. I was there with Luis Agola. Right. And he stood up and he went like this. And he just got up and walked out. And then he stood outside the show and, and gave people his own money. 
gave them, as they left my show, he gave them money. He said, here you go. He gave them each, like it was 20 pounds for the show, which, what is that? Three thousand wow. rand. Now, how did Eddie Kassar get to <laughs> So this is an English guy. Obviously, I think he, wow. he was a comedian trying to, because he wrote about it on his blog and everything. So he says, I will personally stand outside the show and give you your money back as you leave. And what he didn't realize is that we, we it, it's a, it was a cultural show. It was never, ever meant to be a stand-up show. It was, it was sponsored by the... The council. This, yes. So we really were talking about South Africa as it is now and it's Africa as it used to be. So they've got a white guy, 45-year-old white guy. Right. And Luisa Gorlis to speak about the contrast of the two. I grew up in the same era. Right. With different but lives. Yeah. And here's our story. Half an hour each. Enjoy it. And this it just it not, not, did not, not bind it at all. We were, and it wasn't. We weren't up there talking about apartheid. We were talking about our lives. We didn't mention the word apartheid. Right. We were trying to say... It was an, anyway. This show is segregated Nothing <laughs> What is this apartheid thing? <laughs> apartheid Apartheid uh, Yeah it's tough man And and it's like any show now, It's getting harder and harder now Because I think people are I don't know about comedy But let's talk theatre Just for a moment uh, Oh there we go And a nice intro Um I think people are becoming less l- literate, not only in reading, but also yes. recognizing cultural things and read uh, plays. And, and so to orientate them when they come to something, I've just directed a show called The Play That Goes Wrong. There isn't a, a more commercial property out there. It's a funny, silly farce. And that's it's one a, of those, that's a play that's, that's uh, tours around the world. It's, it's you buy the just, license rights. Absolutely. It's, just, things, it's on the West End. It's opening on Broadway tomorrow night, in fact. Uh, it, there are 14 versions around the world. Okay. It's a huge commercial property. Two nights ago, I stood uh, in the foyer and I heard ladies as they were So what are we watching They literally come to the theatre And they had no idea What they well, bought they belong to, to one of those clubs That but they literally get 12 well, tickets literally, So I asked him I said how did you get here Not knowing And she said Well our friend Wanted a girls night out So we've just come along So that, Which is perfectly fantastic And they've made the effort They've come out But now they spend the first 15 minutes going, we don't know why, what this is. is this? Yeah. Imagine tuning in to this magnificent podcast and Not knowing nothing knowing. about Dave Levinson. The thing me. you know about this is it's going to be chaos. Well, but today exactly. it's taken on quite a nice That's format. Got, got a bit of a shape today. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> just needed more ice. Thank you. Thank you. My coffee also, is delicious. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's kind of. I think it's getting harder with audiences, and also our, our attention deficit. You know, we get we yeah, can get 140 news. 140 characters. 140 characters. We the cabinet at 12 o'clock at night. Every five hours. <laughs> I mean, it's probably changed again, even as we're speaking. Yeah, that's like. But then, hang on. When I said prolific, the cabinet. Let's go through this. Okay. Okay. Teacher. Yeah. Doing his part-time teaching. Then he comes to the coffee lounge, which was I started my own comedy club. It was a no fun, one would book me. And I got remember because I was still a teaching at that point. I put on a teaching academic gown. Because I thought that was the way Oh man oh, Listen we all done some Did embarrassing things my ex-wife heckle you from downstairs Did she really? That was the funniest thing She wouldn't dig the comedy She would go sit downstairs and get drunk Then I would be doing the comedy upstairs for the eight people Six of those were open mics and yeah. Two of them was obviously yeah. the lift home Yeah. So on stage at any <laughs> given time Jason Cope Riyad Musa Jason <laughs> Cope who went on of course to do amazing Conrad Koch all these people are sitting, and then you're like, okay, let's do this. Do the comedy show. And then from downstairs at Brian Weinrong's Emporium, yes. remember it was the comedy yes. was upstairs. Then you just hear this from downstairs. You suck! Amazing. <laughs> Imagine being heckled from someone in another room. By, but by the, 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 the hosts. Host. Well, soon to be ex-wife. Right. Is she well? <laughs> She's fantastic. She, she, she listens her? to this. Does she? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so then... We, we, Sam Hendricks says <laughs> yeah, That's just because it was cold man. You didn't have to play the laugh You killed it <laughs> so, Coffee Lounge you come up there It's the first time that you've done comedy Yeah 
And you're uh, literally doing stand-up yeah. saying in, a, in a stand-up comedy club with eight people. So before that, I've, I trained as an actor, and, and obviously my kind of forte was comedy and doing. Had kind you of wanted to do like stand-up? That's um, something that someone suggests. Hey, Langer, I, you need. I to do wanted this. to do one-man shows. I kind of had a hankering for, and so I think at that stage I was about to do my first one-man show, which was a one-man Richard the Third. Do you remember I did that? Yes. At, well, at Smirnoff, yourself, yeah. every single when character. Was, when was comedy? Uh, 1998, 99. So 97. The Smirnoff. I did Smirnoff, and I did a kind of character thing for for Sam. For and Sam, you did a Mr. Bean. I used to do as Mr. Bean then. I was a lot thinner. Did you now hard, I do the eh? Michelin Man. Um, <laughs> Mr. Bean, I used to do Austin Powers when that came out. So it was just kind of those. You should do anything. Oh, Austin yeah. Powers, oh listen, Mr. Bean, that's, that's the big not. Three. A, yeah, that's, Have you ever yeah. done Jesus or God? Uh, when they were big. Okay. Um, <laughs> the big three. Uh, <laughs> Alan. Uh, yeah, I, I suffered you during work, the dark ages. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I couldn't. I um, And you work with uh, Weir? Is it Robert? No, Chris Weir. Chris Weir? Chris Weir used to lecture me at Varsity. He was my kind of. Listen, yeah, Alan. Yeah. Listen, you've got to do. So he. Was my and and we've done now twenty productions together. He's my di- kind of my resident director and kind he of. He used to do stuff. not midnight mass. No, that's Graham. Weir. Is that Graham? Is that Graham friends, Weir. family? Uh, not at all. Different. Just, that's weird. W e a r e w. No, I spelled it wrong. The poster. Yeah, thank you. Now, because you did a couple of posters for me. <laughs> no, but I always spelled Chris Weir's name wrong. You spelled my name wrong as well a Thanks, couple of man. times. But the posters were good. <laughs> do you still do posters? I mean, is I this do, a post- If I see, you know what, if I see a show that's doing well and the posters, I'll phone the guy and say, can I just redesign it? Ah, oh, man, that's not a, And I'll do it for free because it's part of the, the whole thing of comedy is, that's why I've got this magazine here, is there's there's a there's ways to do it. There's people yep. have done it before you. Yeah. When I get to gig and there's no spotlight and there's no mic stand, yep. that's very. I'm like, come on, every picture I've ever seen of a comedy night has those mic two stand with a, with a spotlight on it. So if you can't get with that the names right. of the act, of the yep. people, yeah, get those things right. Someone's done it before you. Yeah. Find out. Go yep. watch. Go see. But I mean, yeah, that's the. I'm into that. I, I like my gigs to be proper. No, I get agree. the people at the door to know. Hi, there's a comedy night here tonight. That's very. It sounds like so obvious, these but bars, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's someone going. No, they like it. They they friends of mine. They come here all the time. So they're going to hate this Yeah Because this is not what they their friends Yeah, yeah, yeah So yeah. tell them at the door And then charge a nominal fee Don't doesn't have to be big bucks Ten rand Buys my conscience Into the show Right so Or okay, did let's And then this. we had a cabinet reshuffle <laughs> Ten rand doesn't buy you nothing now Yeah Ten rand Listen, is going to be Less than po- four Poppy's still free yeah, still. Oh, What's that's a little free? problem? Coffee. No, it's not a problem. It works. I oh, know it works. Okay. Come through to Poppy. I've we'll seen Poppy's plenty times. You are lying. You've seen me in you the background there. I just no. don't want to go on. What, Pop, no. What's Poppy's? Poppy's is in Melville. Melville, okay. Monday There'll night. There'll be 40 comedians and eight punters. And, and that's you, where he's lying. You, you see, this is what I'm stuff. saying. He hasn't been there in it's a while. Sad. It was sad that he spreads this Ex- deceit. Yo, he's lying about our gigs. Poppy's is a good name. Yeah. It's the name of the restaurant, so we didn't really do much. They did most of the work. Cakes. <laughs> Why have you got this magazine here? Because you've referenced no, just, that now. I, I referenced it because um, it's, let me the, tell the audience what it is. It's a destiny, audience. destiny, uh, like, destiny man, destiny man, and oh, we've got the Goliaths on the front there. Yeah. yeah. So that, that what I'm what I'm seeing there is that the media are, are picking up on what's happening in comedy. Yes. And in there is a very businessy article. They talk about the business side of it, how the right. Rose Cafe started, how the comedy things, what they did, where they saw the gaps in the market, and that's exactly what I'm saying. Like there's there's so much more to be done. Yeah. The comedy pie yeah. isn't. Broken. No, no, no. You're doing. You're still. You're a comedy yeah. actor. The play you're doing now. What's yeah. it called? The play that play that goes wrong. Play that goes wrong. And that's uh, basically the name of this podcast. Exactly. You should call it. Yeah. Well, the podcast that goes reasonably right for the most part. <laughs> How long have we been doing? Let's just. Oh, don't look uh, at the time. Look at that. No, but that's extraordinary uh, because so I would have said to you if you'd asked me at this point <laughs> that it was only half past. But it, dang it, it's quarter two already. That is, it's twenty two. It's twenty two. Oh, it's actually it's not as far as. 
It is still a lot. It's still, still yeah, we've still of, got some. No, but listen, you've got okay, too so much else, stuff. You what else can we? <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what, giraffes. Why don't you read some stuff right, out yeah. of the Destiny <laughs> magazine? So, uh, now, what is Destiny? Is the uh, it's oh, it's lovely. Okay, man. wait, so Eric, Poppy's is, is cooking. Yeah, what's the, the format of Poppy's? They don't charge anyone. They don't charge anybody. Okay, so okay. everybody comes through and watches. Charcoal, a dark secret to a better skin. No man, read the article. No, no, no. Okay, because that's find the article. That's what it's albino about charcoal skin. This guy, you see this guy. <laughs> this is how you get stabbed after apartheid. Apartheid's um, over. Okay, so <laughs> anyway, here's a quote from one of the glass. We never Did you just yawn now? Your own reading. <laughs> <laughs> I've ever done. Uh, uh, I've, I read tape yeah. aids for the blind. Oh, I've done that. It came to my school and said yeah. anyone who wants to read can read. Yeah. I never knew if my story got listened to by a blind person, but I would like to. I'd like to think that someone listened to my story. And because they they make you read, I've done. It takes like two kids, hours. I read kids' stories. Oh no, I read, I read a like a things. Maybe I read Roald. There was like a, but it took two hours of because reading is a long. And also, they never, they don't stop you. If you do make a mistake, they say that the the the, the listener. They likes say the to blind hear, people doesn't read. No, but they, they like to we hear that you giving, are a real. They've person. already got. Yeah, but they, they like to know that you are, you're making mistakes because that's what you would do if you were reading it anyway. They don't I, do a retake or something. Just read the book, yeah. press record when you finish. If I made a mistake and I was reading live to a blind, I'd just get up and walk away. And I if would. If you're reading to them to their yeah, face, yeah, and then be like, Ellen, yeah. Because I'd made a mistake and I'd feel deeply, deeply disturbed. I wouldn't use my real name. <laughs> <laughs> so you, um, are you making fun of blind people now? No. What did you say? Oh. Well, Mr. Committee, please report to the principal's office. <laughs> Mr. Committee. So that's basically what Proven Gordon got. Yeah, yeah. Got, where you are you? I'm summoned. overseas. You need to come to the principal's office. And I, what I like, he said, I'm not, you know, I don't know how he speaks. I'm not getting fired. No, those rumors are not. He speaks slowly. And he was like in denial, and everyone's going, No, bro. You, you are. Got called, you got I get called to headmaster's office at school. There was some shit that there wasn't getting a merit, anything. No. Were you a good kid? I was, I was fairly good. Drama? I yeah, drama. Colors? Uh, I think. Uh, yeah. Colors for drama. I got colors for drama. I was a duck's pupil. What does that mean? Uh, that's like the leading I was, all I around. I second break. Did you? I was also a duck's pupil. Uh, <laughs> I, I did all right at school. But you, you're right. You didn't get. I think, I think that. He's not when did you finish school, school 90, in the 80s? 91. 91? Yeah. I was born in 95. Were you really? <laughs> yeah. That's unbelievably frustrating. Does that not make it all sense now? That does. Like, this yes, is why he just he has no idea. He can't even listen to two sentences that we're saying. He just wants to play with toys and hit things. Sorry, and, I'm, I'm very distracted. I suffer <laughs> from this thing. Have we got more WhatsApps? So we do. Oh, that's actually what I was looking at. Okay, let's look at some WhatsApps. WhatsApp us on the WhatsApp line. Text us on the WhatsApp line 079-748-2090. Michelle is just saying that she missed most of the podcast and she's greeting all of us. Michelle is one Michelle. of our avid listeners. Yeah. Avid listeners. I, I don't I know. Love, no, avid is fantastic. <laughs> often yeah. listens avid. Often, <laughs> often listens avid. She's got wings. She's, yeah, she's, she's, yeah. one, of our, she's one of our regulars. She Michelle, lovely to hear from you. She's You're like tremendous. She, she works in an aquarium. To every show. Yeah. She's, she's works in, in an with, aquarium. Yeah. She's in love with Brandon, who's also normally on the show. So why am I not getting the full show experience? No, he's, at a, he's at a psychiatrist today getting some shit sorted out. So <laughs> maybe you don't want him here. And he has no, stabbed many guests. We normally has. have music as well, but I mean, Dave doesn't take his job seriously anymore. Are you meant well, to you know prepare music like <laughs> yeah. in between? It's just too loud, so you've got to make it a bit softer there. Right, so now. Oh, that's nice. 
Yeah, oh, they played louder the there. Hey. Alan, this is one of the, the guests. I'd like you back. Yes. I'm gonna come, uh, Eric and I can come see the show. Good. So do the preamble of the show. Besides the fact that it's a well-known Broadway show, right. I'm an old lady. I've yes. got the ticket because I get, I get Peter Turin sold me. Yes. Edgar's tickets. Edgar's back club, kind of yes. half-priced. So early tell us bird about, about the player. Who's in it? So uh, it's an all-star cast. There's eight uh, people. It's not often that we get to see these big casts anymore because financially it's constri- uh, constricted. So Peter Turin's backloading this thing regardless of whether it's sold out. Exactly. Must have to pay for the rights. He takes a bit of a risk on these things. This is what makes him a good empresario. It's a West End a Olivia w- award-winning play called The Play That Goes Wrong. It's essentially about an amateur dramatic society who put on a murder mystery. With so eight amateur dramatic society, like the Milneton Players. This is the North Riding Polytechnic <laughs> Amateur Dramatic Society. Okay, so they're the bunch, of, bunch of guys who have jobs during the day. Correct. But they love drama. They, they never love quite drama. made it. If you've ever watched, have you ever watched an amateur dramatic society? No, I was they are I was fearless. In them. <laughs> they will do anything to put the... Pr- and it's beautiful. On the one hand, it's beautiful, but it can also be hilarious because there's, there's a, always that one guy who realized that he, he could have been an actor or takes the main role. Yeah, you know who steals the limelight? The little guy that's just do you want to do this thing? He comes in there, people go mad when go he mad for him, and he's charming and, and he's lovely. He that's no the idea. problem. Yeah. And we have that in the show. So Russell Savage. There's another one. There was a show, Noises Off. Noises Off. This you is very did. much. Yeah, I love that show. So this is like the third act of Noises Off, where by the time you come in, you're seeing the show, but all the stuff that's gone wrong backstage is okay. filtered through on stage. So have you got a double stage? Are we watching no, both? No, you watch just. You just. But you watch the set collapse literally over the two hours of the show. All the flats fall. A floor goes, and now the music. And what's these conversations happening over my saying? conversation? I don't know what, what he's doing. doing. I'm listening to you. I don't even know why I'm talking. It's not coming through, yeah. It is. No. It's coming through. <laughs> you see? I exactly. Don't. He doesn't even know. Okay. Let it happen. Is Gareth Cliff here coming? Could I chat to him? <laughs> oh, you want to go to the principal's office? <laughs> <laughs> so hang on. Noises of had Michael, Michael Caine and they did a movie. Carol Burnett, uh, Christopher Reeve. Okay. Superman was in it, so man. Open the open the play for me if I'm an old lady. What is this actually? And I've just told you you were listening. No, you, but were listen, you were busy talking to no, me. Well, yeah. Fucked fuck me off. <laughs> right. So now, it's what is average, the, um, what's the premise? <laughs> These eight actors try and put on a show, but the play, literally the set, uh, turns and conspires against them. There's a cabinet reshuffling <laughs> of the set. So the physical is, is there it's a multi- lot of physical. Is there a poltergeist. There's no poltergeist, but there's um there's a lot of physical comedy. So then the set would be like the eighth actor. Uh, it's the ninth actor because the eight actors already on stage. Listening. I noticed that. Name them. Russell Savadier. Love him. Uh, Theo Landy. Good voiceover artist. Good voiceover. Theo Landy, also good voiceover artist. Yeah. Robert Fridgen, a fellow comedian of ours. Nicole. Uh, Robert, tell, tell the story. Rob, Robert, would you like to come on the podcast this morning? Do you, Robert? Which is also his opening monologue for the show, <laughs> which is strange enough. Asking Robert uh, Fridgen to be on the podcast. He, he wasn't happy. Answer. I mean, he, he wanted to. He. he he will not answer. Tell him it's not going well. It's 10 to 10. We need a 10 it's minute a 10 soliloquy. We've still got. So, Nicole, uh, Sive Klubanga, uh, Nicole Franco, Louis Fulyun, a it's Cape Town in, writer. I love Louis Fulyun. Do you There's know not enough know? black people in this play. Uh, that's probably true. That's probably true. But... But, oh, that was an unexpected blindside you know, question. He, he threw you under the bus. He did a little bit. And then reversed over you and stopped. <laughs> Unbelievable. What are you going to do now, Alan? Yeah. No, I think you need a, 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 a cast reshuffle. Okay. Would you ever do that in a play, like three weeks into it, swap roles? If it was a longer run, Understudies do that? Yeah. Okay. We can't afford that in this country. We don't have money for understudies. Seriously, this production in London would have three understudies. Oh. We don't have anybody. So if anyone goes sick, we're Nothing. done. Yeah, you can't be sick. You can't be hurt. You got no, to you just get on stage and talk. You just get on stage. How, and many, keep how long going. is it running for at the Peter? Uh, six more weeks. It's, it's on until the thirtieth of April, and then goes to Cape Town for seven weeks. We're at the Theatre on the Bay in beautiful Camps Bay. Okay. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you, you're our first real 
<laughs> real like person actually have a show that's running that people can buy tickets for man I think that's fun he says this to everybody I know he does I <laughs> have listened to these things <laughs> I mean I, last have you week, really listened last to this? week you had Glenn Beedham and Pam he was going to be in the show by the way okay how was he last week I didn't listen to last week's one was he he was well, the ice is too yeah. soft yeah, ice is very soft ice. <laughs> it was I mean, in the distant I love Glenn Beedham and Pam because I like hard working comics he, I call he, them um, Dusty Rich used to call them industrious bastards I like that and he's like this guy gets up in the morning to be fair Dusty Rich was quite an industrious bastard in his own yeah. way very, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also going overseas arriving there within two weeks yeah. he's, in, he's in Australia Australia for, since when last Last year. And is he doing all right? Straight away, headlining shows. Man, no, that's, that's no good. fear. Get that's on there, good. do the stuff. He's uh, he's toti. a good man. Man's a toti, strong, strong, <laughs> doing the business. <laughs> so it runs until then. We've got tickets. We can actually buy for this thing. Y- yes, I can give you. Should we give two tickets away? Do I can't because that? the podcast doesn't work. Because oh, because it runs in five later and time, people listening to you, they might still want those tickets. Yeah. <laughs> So then we must it. reshuffle again. So we should say something that we should say something. Let's try and make a predictive. Oh God, you're trying like, to fix the podcast. No, <laughs> if someone is listening to this in three years' time, yes. Let's try and say something that could be relevant then. Okay, cool. So right. something fairly neutral, okay. but where do you where do you take your hoverboard to be fixed? Um, well, ever since Cape Town became a desert, uh, I now have to. They found, apl- you know, they found gold in Table Mountain, and they are so. Have they, they really mine that stuff, man? Who said they found gold in the table? It's basically when I say gold, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a girl who gives the best hand jobs. Right on, that's Hill. gold. Are you guys excited for the new Hunger Games ne- next season in oh, America? That, that's going to be good. Yeah, the movie. Or I the can't real? believe the it's sequel like has been going for so long, but it's brilliant. The yeah. one in Russia. Yeah, that one. That's the one. Them in the, in yeah, the, yeah. With R- the Russia versus USA. Yeah. But the, I didn't think they would make it into a musical. Yeah. But I think it's going to work. <laughs> Is this three? Are we doing three years time? We're we doing three yeah. years time. That's Sorry. what he was saying. Oh, wow! Come on. Gee, was Dave? I'd like to just apologise for the, in three years time for my. I can't my penis, believe my penis, um, our female president <laughs> said what <laughs> she done said. It, done it again. Has done it again. Ah, I can't believe that. And, and after she had that sex change operation yeah. to become a female. Whoa. And change the name to Jemima. Jemima. <laughs> Incredible. That's covered all the international. Uh, that's, that's well, in three years' time, it will be interesting to listen to this. Uh, where will you be in three years' time? Uh, Do you know you got to interview? Where do you see yourself in five years? Not working for you guys. <laughs> yeah, definitely not yet. That's a good question because do you. I mean. Uh, I used to set like uh, Did you? Yeah, I used to set goals Like three or four Five year goals or whatever And I tried to achieve them And I think for the most part I did As you get older like There's so many, so many things you And your relationships and things Things aren't easy as a comedian obviously. No, Australia. never easy you, as a comedian um, You were married or engaged or something You know, all these things happen in life and You go happen. through and, Let's and, talk and about that for <laughs> 10 minutes But you're not, you're not seeing anyone now You're married uh, again or you I'm I'm, I'm well, not that we care, but no, no one cares. It. That's it's the honest easy. truth. No, it's not easy as a comedian. So were your financial goals or were they life goals? No, they were like like, like achievements in work. Or I remember saying uh, uh, I would either be doing so many one man shows, or I'd get a TV show, and I got a TV show in that kind of between thirty and thirty five. I said I want to do a TV show, and I did Front of Old's Fault and and yeah. those who can't. Then you go, well, now I want to work overseas for a bit, which I did do. I went and did because working overseas there's different. These are these are things we need on this podcast for other comedians. Like, right. Set yourself that goal, yeah. and you actually did it. Yeah, that's one of the things that guys do. Yeah. I think that's important because even in our in our world where it feels like it's there's no structure or discipline or you can still create those little moments. It doesn't mean you have to change your lifestyle. I think part of a comedian's fun is that they're a bit mad and crazy and they're all over the place. But even within that, you can still have a little bit of shape for yourself because otherwise you suddenly find yourself 
you know, three weeks in and you've done stuff all, you've not seen anybody, you've not written anything, you've not made an attempt to do anything. So you've got to give yourself a little bit of shape. Rusloo and Martin Evans are talking about that after we left Sex Space. Some, some girl said to me after the show, he said, you guys talk shit for 20 minutes, yeah. you get paid 20,000 rand and you go home. He said, well, what about the 14 years of experience Correct. to do that 20 Absolutely. minutes? Absolutely. To have 400 people at a banquet, put their knives and forks down and listen to every word you're saying. Correct. That's 14 years. That's Absolutely. What you're charging them. That's what you're charging them. And, and or in any moment, if someone does something yeah. to, 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 Change the shape of the evening and to ride with that, exactly, and to keep the evening going. That you don't on, on the fly. Yeah, exactly. Your your head of HR who suddenly come in as the as the in house um, MC can't do that. So if yeah. something goes wrong, that's what you're paying comedians for or, or good hosts. No, so your for. day isn't filled with that twenty minutes of comedy. There, at your office, if you had a nine to five, correct, you get to work. You don't do much work until about ten. Right, talking shit to your friends and things. Community, and people are listening to this is. right now when they should be yeah, working. You've still got it. You still got it. Maybe you got a gym. Maybe, but checking your emails and also booking. When you your look, gift. you looked at me now when you said maybe you got a, gym. You got a gym, and then you didn't. You knew I didn't go to gym. We went to gym once that one time. Did we? Yeah, I love that. It I was. couldn't get in. I, I do the gym. Do you do the gym? You look well. You're a a fit young man Thank you sir But you're also young That'll change oh. soon Don't no, you worry about that, that. Ah, so you say The youth that. will leave But not the job <laughs> so You will get older And job. you will die on stage At some point At I, some point I died recently <laughs> Did you? Well I didn't you die the Chinese, Are you the Korean No no girl? I'm not the, the, the Asian girl No what? man Like you know You know as a comedian You know how you're supposed to perform and then yeah. even though you've got them laughing and everything's going well, you you're going, still doesn't serve. Yeah. No, well, that's good. Me. For yeah. me, the best the best traits of a comedian are are you able to are you able to assess your own performance? It's not how many times you get knocked out? It's how many times that's you get up. up. That's Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, that's Rocky. <laughs> that's incredible. I thought it was Tumi Meraki there. It was, hey, <laughs> in the morning, just as she's waking up after she had a cigarette. So you've got to assess your yeah, own you performance. And if you can't, yeah. you come off and you go, that went well, and all the other comics are going, that mm-hmm. was not good. You're done. Yeah. You, but to you, be able to have yourself as a self-awareness. Yeah, that's it. And and don't be hard on yourself, because some days you are going to be brilliant on stage. You can come off and go, I couldn't do anything wrong. That's amazing. And yeah. it's not always going to be like that. Just understand yeah, Ebenezer struggled last night. And I said to him before, what are you going to do? He says, no, I'm going to rock this crowd. I said, Brew, they're 70 years old. This is a rate pays association's right. charity gig. That whole table are 70. Not they're aged, they're 100, Indiv- they're 7,000. Yeah, yeah. They're old people. And he went to the, hey, bitches, they, I'm going to fuck them. And then they, they're oh, no, no. Then also Read listen the to the host. The host does the crowd work. Correct. I will find out who the girl in front is called. I'll yes. find Just out where that comes from. Go and the right name. And I will find out. So, so listen to the host. He came on and said, what's your name? And she looked at him like, a, like why didn't you Doreen, know that? I've been yeah. here since the beginning, haven't you? Yeah. And that's amateur. Yeah, it is. But as he stuck around, asked for some advice, and left. Okay. And no, because he wants to do this for a living. He doesn't want to do this like flash in the pan. He wants to write. He writes for a bunch of hours. He does things. He stuck around. A lot of comedians die. You and never then, see them. Yeah. Like when I died at uh, 20 and 5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but to a corporate, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. the the day in the comedian's day when that that actually made me realize we do a hell of a lot of stuff. Yeah, you book your theatre dates now in yes. a year, a year yeah. in advance. Yeah, because you can't get the backstage. No, exactly. Years now. Yeah. Do the I mean, Baxter still run comedy because they, they hated it at one stage? Yeah, there's it's an interesting setup there. Um, and it's hard for them, I guess, because part of their first kind of prerogative is to run theater yes. shows. So comedy comes along and comedy does very well. They yes. see how well it does, but they don't like the seeming lack of structure. Yeah. But of course, it just depends who's running those gigs as well and how they do it. I, I've always run my, That's I mean, the, you the know this, I've always run my, so cool, both my, th- I think because I've, uh, do a lot of theater and that I see my comedy as, as part of the theater comedian friends of mine think I'm an actor active friends think I'm a comedian it's fantastic I live no, somewhere it doesn't in the, matter. and it doesn't matter no, are, you, are you paying the, are you paying your bond 
I'm paying my yes. bonds. Yes, exactly. All new people so have you got the stuff? <laughs> What's happening now? <laughs> this, this is, is a takeover. Yeah, what's it's the part where they choke me out? Oh man! So, so the play runs until when? Thirtieth uh, of April in Joburg. Seventeenth uh, of June in Cape Town. So if you're listening to this before the seventeenth of June, no, you're I mean, still three got a chance. Time, we were talking about this play. Like that play was that play was the thing. Big. Wow! Or have you directed stuff? I've directed a couple of things. I've directed a couple of comedians like Stuart Taylor. Uh, I've worked with Rob Fridgen in his one man show. Uh, um, and then I've are done you a friends with Rob uh, from Fury. Rob from Fear and I are great friends, yeah. What is the fun of Merva movie? So that was something that I was also offered at one point. It looks quite... I, it's real. It's happened. It's happened. They shot it. And I think it's coming out at some point. I wasn't in it, so I don't really know much about it, other than it's based on Funamadova. <laughs> and really, the timing is terrible. It couldn't be worse. But I think it's going to do very, very adequately. Do you, do you want to... Like every South African movie ever. Yeah. Did, did you ever, were you ever in Big Oaks or any of those things that... I was in... I did guest spots when I was... Big Oaks, uh, Fishy Fashions. What were the other one? Um, they were all run in the same street. Studios, yeah. used to film them on either side. Yes. Do you want to tell people who you are and why are you doing this? So uh, it's what a thrill to be. Listen, this has been the thrill of my not the thrill of my life, but it's been, <laughs> yeah, it's in been the a top, thrill of a Friday. It's certainly the best thing I've done this so far this morning. Please grab a, a, a gift bag as you leave. Thank you very much. Oh. Uh, if you want to follow Please me, it's at bag. Alan Committee, A L A N C O M M I T T I E. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. Come and check out my stand up shows. I've got a new stand up show here at Monty in September called Laughing Matters. Um, Dave Levinson and I are going to be doing part time job. Jehovah's Witness recruitment program work later this hey, afternoon yo, yo, yo. in Elovu. So come hey, yo, yo. check that out. Never, fooled. No, never, never, go, fooled. Fooled. never, never go, go all Jehovah. out. Hey, don't and, do it. And uh, from me, if you know a Miss Linda Riedling, please ask her to pay a Woolworths account because they keep SMSing me. <laughs>